This is Neil Erwitz. I'm here today with Alex Velez-Green, who has just written a new report, The Unsettling View from Moscow, Russia's Strategic Debate on a Doctrine of Preemption. Thanks, uh, Alex, for coming in. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, so this is one of the more complicated reports we've come out with. Um, but the fundamental point is that Russia is not our friend, so it is useful to know how they are viewing the world and you give us a sense of that. How do the Russian strategic planners view the world? Yeah, absolutely. And again, thanks for having me here. Um, I would start by saying that that Russia's strategists, as well as its policymakers, see the Russian state as being surrounded by enemies. And at the top of that list, no surprise to anybody, uh, are the United States and NATO. Russian strategic planners think that the United States wants to be a global hegemon and that Washington sees Russia as an obstacle to that objective. And so uh, they, they believe and cite plenty of evidence that they find compelling to show that the United States is going out of its way to weaken um, the Russian state and may even want to topple or destroy it one day. Kind of in that light, how do they plan to deal with that or how are they dealing with what they view as a hostile world? Sure. So this report sets that, that, that sort of political basis that I just framed and then it really dives into the, the military side of the question. And it's based on uh, an extensive review of Russia's sort of military literature over the past decade, as well as talks with Russian senior officials on these issues. And the way they see the world, so, so obviously there, there's an assumption of U.S. Uh, ill intent, and there's a focus on, on changes in the military environment. Um, in particular, the, the way that new technologies um, will make it a lot harder for Russia's defenses to, to keep up with or fight off a U.S. attack in the future. And that fear, that concern that Russia's defenses may not hold if the U.S. is able to deploy these technologies first is pushing Russian strategists, uh, or I should say a sizable number of Russian strategists to, to uh, push for preemption or doctrine of preemption. So like that old line from uh, House of Cards, if you don't like the way the board is set, flip it over? Right. So it's basically a version of what you might call say, asymmetric warfare, where your opponent has a particular strength. You sidestep it, you try to hit them when they're weak. So um, preemption is obviously the thrust of this. It's in the title. What do Russians mean when they talk about preemption, other than this kind of asymmetric warfare? What does striking first mean? Sure. Um, so, so Russian strategists are talked about in two ways primarily. And the punchline is that it's sort of implicit to the, to the word preemption, right? <laughs> that as soon as it seems uh, that a U.S. or NATO attack on Russian vital interests is imminent, that Russia needs to move first. And they can do that in a number of ways, uh, using either strategic non-nuclear weapons, so, so you think you know, very highly destructive cyber or, or, or counter space, even certain kinetic weapons, or limited nuclear weapons. And they would use these weapons, uh, or I should say, Russian, many Russian strategists argue that these weapons or these types of attacks could be used in one of two different ways. The first um, would be for strikes against uh, Western economic and social targets. And the goal there being, you know, hitting like things like... Um, Our internet. Yeah, communications networks, transportation infrastructure, energy facilities like dams or nuclear plants. The point there being to sort of raise the costs of war really early on and frighten um, the West into backing down. The second way that preemption could be used uh, would be against sort of explicitly military targets. And the goal there, pretty simply, would be to hit, hit our assets sort of hard and fast early on to such a point that Washington and Brussels no longer think that they could win a war against Russia. And if they don't think they're going to win, then they're, they're far less likely to go through with it in the first place. So 
Given all of this, and given that you're scaring the daylights out of people here, what is the U.S. response? What should the U.S. do and what should NATO do to counteract what seems like a very hostile set of strategies? Sure. Well, I think, again, the first thing is to have an understanding of where Russian strategy is coming from. This is not just, I think, a product of wanting to expand Russia's aerial influence. This, this is, in so many ways, driven by genuine Russian fears about the emerging strategic environment. With that in mind, uh, the report argues that the United States should, should take steps to do two things in particular. Uh, the first is to reduce the expected value of preemption as Moscow would see it. And the second would be to reduce uh, Moscow's perceived need uh, for preemption. And, and just on that first point, as far as reducing the expected value, this is about convincing Russian policymakers that preemption will neither frighten off the West, nor will it be able to, to degrade or destroy you know, enough of our military capabilities that we would no longer think that we could beat them. And the second point, as far as reducing the perceived need for preemption, um, this is about taking steps to uh, reduce the threat that Russia might see coming from the West. And obviously, there are going to be limits to how far we can go and what we can do to that effect. Um, but there are places where I think that we can make uh, measurable gains, and, and we should really be considering doing that. Well, thank you, Alex. This has been terrifying. <laughs> let's, talk, glad, glad I could help. let's talk again soon. Sure. Thank you. <laughs>